Blog Talk Radio. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the land, Fox News warned its viewers of a dastardly plan. The liberals were launching their war on the season to get rid of Christmas and commit acts of treason, removing decorations out of their sight and telling you that Santa and Jesus ain't white. Environmentalists will come right after your soul. They hate all things Christmas, especially the coal. They'll sneak in your house all dressed in their flannel and instead give the bad kids some new solar panels. They'll take up all decorations that please us. They'll even go after tiny baby Jesus. Now all these fox lies cause such a frustration. Who would save us all from this misinformation? When live from the net there came lots of chatter. Could it be old Saint Nick or perhaps someone fatter? Broadcasting from New Orleans down in Louisiana, it was none other than liberal Dan coming to save the holiday season busting through their lies with facts, logic, and reason. But I cannot do it myself, he exclaimed. So he called other groups, each one by name. On Christians, on Muslims, on Wiccans, on Jews, on Hindus, on Buddhists, and atheists, too. Let's all spread the word and tell them, indeed, that there's no war on Christmas, just one on greed. So instead of joining this manufactured fight, listen to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 347-838-8368. That's area code 347-838-8368. You can also uh, join us in the chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. And if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc., on the show thread at liberaldan.com. So, got a bunch to talk about here on the show um, titled More on Trump Appointments. Put the emphasis wherever you want. Um, going to kind of skip over the, the typical bits that I sometimes like to do. Um, they'll probably return in the new year. There's lots of stuff to be going on, and I don't really want to spend too much time on the, on the funny, funny. Um, but we've got, you know, all this transition going on and I just wanted to, wanted to go over just in more detail. I mean, I went over some of the appointments last week, want to go over more of the detail, more detail with more of the appointments that are going on with the Trump administration. And I kind of discussed, you know, the flaws and the problems and, and, you know, maybe even where I could see why he would want to pick a particular person. Uh, because of who that person is, but not quite understand why he tried to put those square pegs in round holes. So, first, I want to talk about the Walter Scott case. Um, Michael Slager, there's a video of it. There's a video of Michael Slager shooting... Walter Scott, the officers claimed that he was not guilty and claimed self-defense. 
there, apparently there was an altercation, but the individual, Walter, Walter Scott, left and kind of ran away. And as he ran away, that's when the police officer opened fire. If you've seen this video, there should be no doubt in your mind that this was at least manslaughter, if not murder, maybe second-degree murder, depending on the state where you're at. Sometimes manslaughter is all you can get in such a circumstance where it's not pre-planned, but you can get also get murder if it's in another crime or I would hate one of the biggest problems is that they overcharge and when they overcharge people, that's what they did in Trayvon Martin. I think that's what they've done in other cases. That's what they did in the other case in Florida. I forget the guy's name, but he eventually got convicted on the fourth crime, fourth charge because they charged him with murder. And I think they swung for the fence a little too hard. But if you've seen this video, clearly the police officer's life was not in danger yet. He fired a shot into the guy, into Walter Scott, and killed him. And allegedly what happened in this case was that you had one police officer who refused to convict this officer. This other this juror was a former police officer. So he was drawing a thin blue line from the jury box across the courtroom to protect a murderer. A murderer. There's no way. No. To, the, to their credit, the family members of Walter Scott are just saying that he's avoided justice for now and that he will get what's coming to him. And seriously, I mean, the prosecutors have said that they're going to retry it. I don't see how this doesn't go back to trial and I don't see how this doesn't become a, a guilty conviction for at least manslaughter, if not murder. Something's got it. I mean, this and people just don't understand why the Black Lives Matter movement exists. It's this. You have a system that is protecting one juror, one white juror can protect the murder can protect somebody from being convicted of murder. I th- I want to say in Louisiana that while you you might need like a twelve to get a death penalty case and get a murder, I think you only need ten for manslaughter, which might become important in this case. It happened in Louisiana, the former football player who got murdered, but in a case of road rage, and and originally the police just let the guy go. And now the guy, the, the guy who shot the former NFL player is claiming self-defense as well. So that's the thing. And until a lawyer like, comes on the show or tells me in person or what have you that I'm wrong, I'm going to continue to repeat, repeat this until I'm blue in the face. And that is this, that an affirmative defense requires the defendant to prove it. You can't just say, I was defending myself, and then say, well, the, 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 the prosecution has to prove me wrong. No. 
It's not how it goes. The prosecution has to prove that a crime took place. It is their responsibility to prove that a homicide took place. And if, and, and in, in this case, a homicide did take place. And at that point, it is up to, it should be up, at least it should be up to the, de- the defendant to prove that it was a justifiable homicide, that it was self-defense. See, until you prove that a homicide has taken place, you can't convict anybody of that crime. So that's what the onus is on. With the, but there, you have a camera. I mean, in this case, Walter Scott, there was a camera. It showed the shooting. So there's really not much you could do. So the only place that the police officer could hang his hat is to say, oh, self-defense. But there's a camera. It shows that there was clearly not self-defense, Period. So there's also federal civil rights charges that are coming against this. Um, and even uh, Nikki Haley came out, the Republican, said, it's my understanding that there will be as quickly as possible a new trial where the Scott family in all of South Carolina will hopefully receive the closure that a verdict brings. And hopefully the verdict brings a guilty verdict because you cannot look at that video and say, oh, he's innocent. No. Dumb. Absolutely dumb, 100%. Just idiotic, moronic. And then for people, oh, Black Lives Matter, blah, 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 blah. No. Black lives don't matter, obviously, and, and you shouldn't be mocking the Black Lives Matter movement because they clearly have something to complain about. You can't sit here and go, oh, what about all lives matter, but Black Lives Matter, blah, blah, blah. You can't sit here and mock Black Lives Matter because they have a serious, serious issue that this case exposes. And if you can't see that, well, I'm going to say that you're choosing to be willfully ignorant. Now, let's go ahead and hit the first commercial break. Come back. Take your calls if you wish. Area code 347-838-8368. That is area code 347-838-8368. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com, a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kinds of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But BudgetEars is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. I am sick and tired of the propaganda in today's media. You know, we can't have a sane discussion about politics. 
Well, yes, you can, and it's on ROJS Radio Live with your girls, Monica RW, and Automath. I'm there every week when they discuss Michigan and national politics, job search, unemployment, and more from independent laugh, sanity-based point of view. So, tune in. ROJS Radio Live, Saturdays and Sundays at 11 a.m. sharp here on the Blog Talk Radio Network. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's area code 347-838-8368. That is area code 347-838-8368. You can also join us in the chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. And finally, if you're listening after the live broadcast, you can always leave your comments, questions, concerns, etc., on the show thread at liberaldan.com. So at the beginning of the show, again, I talked about um, the horrible uh, mistrial that took place in the Walter Scott case and how it's ridiculous that he was actually able to um, get off. Um, But I wanted to talk about more, a little bit more on Donald Trump's appointments that he's making. And I'm going to focus on a couple of ones, but I want to talk about a bunch of them. So play along at home. There's plenty of places where you can go to find all the names of the people that he's choosing to pick. The, the biggest one today that is just mind-boggling is that Donald Trump chose pro-wrestling magnate Linda McMahon, wife of Vince McMahon, former CEO of World Wrestling Entertainment, to head the Small Business Administration. Small Business Administration. Small. Linda McMahon... McMahon said her goal as SBA chief would be to promote small businesses and help them grow and thrive. Well, thank you, Mrs. McMahon. I would have never known that that was the purpose of the head of SBA had you not told us. Our small businesses are the largest source of job creation in our country. So, I mean, are we going to get to see Vince McMahon, too? Um, out there, maybe, maybe he'll come. Maybe, maybe when she has to get rid of somebody at the Small Business Administration, Vince McMahon can come out and do as he does on his uh, on wrestling. You're fired. Or maybe you know he'll, she'll get The Rock or John Cena to uh, come do one of their moves, either a rock bottom or what have you. I know some. I've, I've watched wrestling. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Uh, this is it, but the small business administration. Trump says McMahon had helped the WWE grow from a 13-person operation to a publicly traded. Sure, she is not the head of a small business, and by the time Vince McMahon bought uh, 
the WWE, or I guess at the time, it would be the WWF from his father and turned it to the WWF. It was already a rather large organization, a large business. Um, so I don't know how, I mean, I don't know when they got married. Maybe they got married beforehand. I don't know, but yes, the WWE is a very successful business, but I don't necessarily believe that that makes Linda, Linda McMahon a apt person to be in charge of the small business administration. Now, in comparison to many of his other, the people that he's, Promoted, though, at least she has some frame of reference to businesses and and knows at least something about business. So I'll I'll give him that. But the picture that I used um, for... The picture that I used on the show just goes to show what 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 an embarrassment this is that you know we have we have you know Donald Trump who has been on WWE television before and he's shaved the head of Vince McMahon in the middle of the ring as part of one of their bits. This is our this is our president, ladies and gentlemen. And this is why, you know, I had to use this picture specifically off for the show because now he's turning it around and uh, is if he gets mad at Linda McMahon, is he gonna have a hair versus hair match? Is he gonna then shave Linda McMahon's hair in the center of a ring? Because you know that makes total total sense for him to do to do. I just I just don't get it. I just don't get his his thinking here. I mean, there, there's got to have been more. There's got to have been more talent in the talent pool than what he's picking for that pick and for other picks so far. Okay, so let's go to some of the other picks. We've got Ben Carson. This is this has been made official now. Ben Carson, a doctor, is now going to be the secretary of HUD, Housing and Urban Development. And and the defense of this is he once lived in a house. He once lived in a public housing. Therefore, he knows how to run public housing. It's bizarre that this is our country is just doomed. Our country is doomed. We're not picking the best and the brightest for these positions. We have, I mean, it would have made more sense to make Ben Carson the Surgeon General 
or make him, even if you want to make him head of HHS, which still doesn't make as much sense because of the fact that you, uh, you're the head of health and human services, you know, you should, you should have been, you should know more about, You should know more about running healthcare systems and not necessarily being a doctor. But if he was going to make him the Surgeon General, that would have at least made some sense. This makes no sense whatsoever. You've got um, Betty DeVos. for the uh, let's see Betty DeVos for the Secretary of Education this is somebody who's never had her kids in a public school she's never had you know, she, she doesn't even support public schools she wants to move everybody into charter schools and she wants to use their, the school system to promote Jesus you know if you go to the Bible you know judge people based off of, I guess, their, what, what they're supposed to be following. Look at Acts 4 and Acts 5. Look at the requirement that's placed on followers of Christ. They are supposed to give all of their money away. They're supposed to not have any possessions. Give everything they have to God. And if you don't give everything you have to God, you're supposed to be stoned. Everybody must get stoned. But she clearly is not living the way that the New Testament would have Christians live. But yet she wants to use government to push Christianity on others. But she can't even do it herself. And she wouldn't even force people to give away their funds, like the, give away all of their possessions, like the Bible demands of Christians. It's just more hypocrisy, absolute hypocrisy. Who else do we have? Well, we have Rents Rents Priebus, RNC chairman. He's going to be the White House chief of staff. I guess I could maybe see that, but you know, part of the president's cabinet. Um, Nikki Haley, ambassador to the United Nations. I don't know. I don't necessarily see. Uh, I don't necessarily see a problem with that one. Probably is his least problematic, but there's probably still problems with it. I haven't dug down deep into it. Okay. Uh, Attorney General Scott Pruitt of Oklahoma was chosen to be the administrator of the EPA. So I don't trust any any Republicans when it comes to the EPA. But, so so that there in and of itself is a problem because I don't believe that it would be um, any good to have a Republican in that position just because of the fact that they're so doubting on climate change they're doubting 
on just so many things when it comes to just science. They reject science. And he himself, Scott Pruitt, is a climate change denialist, according to the New York Times. Um, let's see. Pruitt has been in lockstep with those views. Quote, scientists continue to disagree about the degree and extent of global warming and its connection to the actions of mankind. He wrote in a National Review earlier this year, that debate should be encouraged in classrooms, public forums, and the Hall of Congress. It should not be silenced with threats of possible prosecution. Dissent is not a crime. Who is prosecuting people? Um, but he wants to cancel the Paris Accord. Um, he says that there's a war on coal, as you've heard in the in the beginning of the show, um, that they're going to instead of give people coal, they're going to the horrible liberals in their flannel will give people solar panels. Um, the, what was some other thoughts on this during the campaign? Mr. Trump threatened to dismantle the EPA um, with Pruitt. The president-elect would make good on those threats. Um, it is a safe assumption that Pruitt would be the most hostile EPA administrator towards clean air, safe drinking water in history. Um, Mr. Pruitt is a hero to the conservative activists, one of a group of Republican attorney generals, attorneys general who formed an alliance with some of the nation's top energy producers to push back against Obama regulatory agenda. Um, so this is going to be problematic. Well, completely problematic. It's, you know, even let's just ignore, you know what? I'm going to come back to that. Let's go ahead and take the news block break. And now we can take your calls as well. That's uh, 347-838-8368. 347-838-8368. I think there's a lot more that I can talk about when it comes to that particular issue with, with whether or not you, know, you want to deal with climate change or not. Anyway, this is Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Listening to Win Workers Independent News, a production of Diversified Media Enterprises. I'm Doug Cunningham. Workers, especially workers in unions who voted Republican in November, should pay special attention to this story. In Missouri, New Hampshire, and Kentucky, Republicans controlling state legislatures are planning more assaults on worker rights. They're preparing anti union so called right to work laws designed to weaken worker organizations by bleeding dues money from them. These laws ban workers from negotiating union shops where dues or fees must be paid to support union collective bargaining efforts. Majorities of workers in these shops ratify these contract clauses, creating union shops, but Republicans just elected with worker votes want to dictate to workers that they can't vote to have union shops. So, They're using the power voters handed them to attack workers with these anti-union laws. More assaults against basic human rights for workers are also expected from Republicans on the federal level. Chuck Jones, president of United Steelworkers Local 1999 at the Carrier Plant in Indianapolis, says Trump, quote, lied his ass off, end quote, about saving carrier jobs from being sent to Mexico. Jones says while it is true that some jobs were saved, hundreds more jobs from carrier are still 
going to Mexico. And Carrier's parent company is getting $7 million in tax credits from Indiana to add insult to injury to the people of Indiana. People got false hopes that they were going to keep their jobs. And when, it, when all the smoke cleared, 730 of our members are keeping jobs. 550 aren't going to have a job. So, once again, grateful for what he did, but that's not what he campaigned on. He campaigned on, I'm going to keep all the jobs here at Carrier in Indianapolis. They're not going to Mexico. He didn't deliver. Jones says 300 more Indiana jobs are going to Mexico from the nearby Rexnord plant in Indianapolis, where workers are also represented by USW Local 1999. The Indiana AFL-CIO is planning a Christmas prayer vigil for Carrier and Rexnord workers losing their jobs to Mexico on Sunday, December 11th, at Mount Olive Ministries in Indianapolis. Workers Independent News is brought to you by the American Federation of Teachers and its 1.6 million members working to reclaim the promise of public education, health care, and public services for our students, their families, and our communities. More information online at aft.org. Brought to you by Union Active, your certified iOS and Android mobile app developer, offering high-quality, union-made mobile apps backed by a support team which upgrades your product to every new mobile operating system. Features, pricing, and examples are online at unionactive.com. You've been listening to WIN, Workers' Independent News. For more information, visit laborradio.org. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To so join the conversation, it's area code 347-838-8368. That is area code 347-838-8368. Remember them. We'll be trying around the beginning of the year to make a couple of changes. And so the link to the Blog Talk Radio channel may change to something a little bit different. And the there might be some other you know changes, maybe some more additional shows on the platform and We'll see. We'll see how I can how I can get these done. I haven't quite done all the looking that I need to do yet, but just wanted to remind everybody that's the case. Um, so talking about just the general idea of climate change, and I've been on a show before. I was on a show before called Ringside Politics, and I was debating ahead of the um, North Shore of Lake Pontchartrain uh, Tea Party, and we were debating climate change, and and there's there's just the simple fact that. Let's just say that human being, let's just give them the argument that the climate change and the temperature of the earth is completely and 100% natural, that nothing that we spew into the atmosphere or put into our waters or otherwise poison the earth with is going to change the climate. Let's just say that's the case. Give them that for a second. How could you give that? I'm just saying, just for the sake of purpose of argument's sake, we just we do that. We give them that argument. Say fine. Nothing that can that man can do can have any hope of having any change or any effect whatsoever on the climate. It's all natural. Does that mean that we shouldn't restrict the pollutants that go into the air that we breathe? 
Does that mean that we shouldn't restrict the pollutants that go into the water that we drink or that we fish from? Does that mean that we shouldn't make sure that, you know, the, the, that we shouldn't try and make the cleanest energy possible to make sure that the air we breathe is not smoggy and it doesn't put carcinogens into our lungs? bizarre that 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 that's the stance to take is that we're not having an effect on the client climate but it completely ignores the other harmful effects that these pollutants can have on people they claim to be pro-life yet they're not pro your life if they want you to be dying of you know carbon monoxide fumes and ash and crap flowing into rivers and streams and fracking that causes uh, your your water to set on fire and makes it impossible to even drink. It's just ridiculous that we would even have to have this conversation. There are some times in Louisiana where the liberal environmentalists and the conservative conservationalists, like the hunters, will come together and try and do things like save the lake. It's one of the things they had where they actually wanted to save and stop pollutants going into like Pontchartrain, saving the lake for people to use, for animals to use. And they actually got together and they agreed on something. But that was, I guess, before when, you know, the parties weren't as completely um, separated as, as they are now. And, and, you know, people made it impossible for people to come together on anything whatsoever. So, Why would we why would would we just allow poisons and toxins to go into the air when we could avoid it? Seems to me like it would be a very good thing to do to stop poisons and toxins from going into the air but not for big business, not for big coal and big oil that wants to cut corners and not put safety mechanisms in and not make sure that we're going to see the minimized um, oil spillage in the Gulf. The amount of people that died was greater than zero, and the amount of people that were impacted by the environmental disaster that was uh, the Deepwater Horizon oil rig explosion. You know, it's also non-zero. You have hurt people. You know, big corporations have hurt people because they refuse to operate in a reasonably safe and responsible way. And the conservatives want to fight and want to push governments out of the way. They want to push government out of the way and, and want to help businesses continue to operate in an unreasonably unsafe way. It's bizarre. Why would you want that? Why would anybody want that? I guess it's because it goes back to why did the poor, white, non-land-owning males in the South fight for the South in the Civil War? They had no dog in that hunt. They they had they were not fighting for their own rights to own black people. 
But one day, maybe they would. One day, maybe they would get lucky and they would get themselves a little bit of money and a little bit of land and get themselves a slave and grow some crops and have that other person pick their crops and maybe they would be able to expand their land. And and the reality was they weren't going to be able to do that at all because economies of scale existed back then too. And they wouldn't be able to compete against the large plantation owners who had tons of slaves and tons of area already. So these poor white non-landowner owners would basically were basically fighting for so that other people could have could have you know could be rich and wealthy. And that's what's going on today too. You have poor white people who are never going to be rich fighting for the rich oil people because they hope that one day maybe something won't happen. Someday they'll 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 make it and, and they'll be rich too. And they want to be able to build an oil well and pump it unsafely. It's bizarre. So let's see, there's the Washington Post. The Washington Post is saying that this is Donald Trump's most terrifying appointment. They say, there may be no more dangerous choice Trump has made so far than picking Michael Flynn to be National Security Advisor. There are a few more important positions in the White House. Here's um, why they believe that those consequences would be catastrophic. Um, and they go on to say, it's no mystery why Trump chose Flynn. Um, Trump is contemptuous of military leaders. Um, his cabinet has likely contained multiple retired generals. But Flynn was one of the only former military generals who endorsed Trump and campaigned with him. And he became Trump's closest national security ally and advisor. I'll put it plainly, Michael Flynn is a crackpot. Um, he was Finn was head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, was fired by Obama, including mismanagement. Um, his staff got so used to him believing things that were obviously false that became they became referring they began referring to them as Flynn facts. However, uh, he had a complete certainty on his own rightness. Mr. Flynn once said that everything he needed to know was that he was always right. Uh, his staff would know that they were right, he said, when their views had melded into his. Um, some had also described him as a Captain Quig-like character, paranoid that his staff members were undercutting him, and credulous of conspiracy theories. Uh, Flynn believes Islam is a malignant cancer. Um, this is obviously not going to help Muslims in this country. Um, that hides behind its notion of being a religion. Um, he tweeted, fear of Muslims is rational. Um, Flynn, who has 106,000 Twitter followers, used the platform to retweet accusations that Clinton is involved with a sex, child sex trafficking and nearly waged war on the Catholic Church, as well as charges of Obama, that Obama is a jihadi who laundered money from Muslim terrorists. Um, he propagated uh, other lies about stolen emails, um, national, here's, this is why they say, here's why this is so important. The National Security Advisor's job is to coordinate policy between multiple agencies and make sure that the president has the best, clearest, and most accurate information. For President Trump's unique combination of ignorance, inexperience, and impulsiveness, it is particularly vital to have a National Security Advisor who can encourage calm 
as thoughtfulness and who is not distracted by irrelevant things or dead things that are downright false. Um, early on in the Trump presidency, he's going to confront some sort of national security crisis. Every president does. Um, they'll have to make decisions quickly. He'll get advice from all these people. Mike Flynn will be one of the last people in the room telling him what he should do. But Trump for trust Flynn's and his words will carry weight. And that's why he is a freaking loon and shouldn't be trusted for anything. And I believe that um, Flynn's son was recently removed from the transition team because he published those conspiracy ideas, including the thing about Pizzagate, which caused an individual to go into a, that pizza place that is being alleged to have been used for child sex trafficking, which is not. And Flynn goes, Flynn's son, I believe, is the one who put, is the one who actually posted it. Now they got rid of Flynn's son, but they didn't get rid of Flynn, who retweeted it to his 106 Twitter followers. Are you scared yet? You should be. I'm wondering how, what it's going to take for conservatives to do a mea culpa, for people to say, you know, God damn it, you know what, Dan, you were right. You were right. This guy was not qualified to be president. This guy is going to be a dangerous president, and we screwed this country over big time because of our, <laughs> excuse me, irrational fears of Hillary Rodham Clinton. So who knows what's going to come from this Flynn thing. But I mean, and then there are also but several, many conservatives who don't agree with apologizing. They criticize Obama for being an apologist, for apologizing for America, even though this is the president, a true leader, will acknowledge when America has done wrong and apologize for it and make sure that it's righted, any wrongs are righted. They don't understand that. They don't understand that you need to have somebody in office who is going to be mature, who is going to be somebody who will say, you know what, yes, we did wrong and we are sorry. Or yes, this is how we fix the problems that we caused. Now, Republicans want somebody who say, you know what, too bad. It happened. Crap happens. That's the end of it. I'm not apologizing. Apologizing is for weaklings, man. Anyway, let's go ahead and take the final commercial break. Um, taking your calls as well, 347-838-8368. That is air code 347-838-8368. This is Liberal Band Radio. Puck from the left, that's right. representation or advice on issues such as family law, bankruptcy law, DWI, or other civil or criminal matters, you need hands-on legal advice from someone who will treat you as a priority and not just another number. So call the law office of Sherry I. Sandler at 504-528-9500. That's 504-528-9500. Or email sandlerlaw at cox.net. 
I trust Sherry with my legal needs. So should you. The preceding ad was an unpaid client endorsement. Do you like fun jewelry? Do you wish you could design jewelry that is designed just for you and that tells your story? Well, with Origami Owl, you can do just that. An Origami Owl jewelry bar is a fun way to get together with your friends, hang out, and design jewelry. There is no pressure to buy, but when you host a party, either in person or online, you have the opportunity to get deeply discounted jewelry based on what the friends you invite to the party purchase. If you would be interested in holding a party, either online or in person, go to cassiezcharms.origamiowl.com. That is C-A-S-S-I-E-Z charms.origamiowl.com and contact Cassie today. Welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, Perry code 347-838-8368. Perry code 347-838-8368. So we've got some other interesting got KT McFarland, um, who is, you know, she served in previous administrations or was employed by previous administrations. Um, you know, she worked under Reagan, under Nixon, I believe. Um, she, you know, did win the Department of Defense Distinguished Civilian Service Award in 1985. Um, but the idea that all this, and she has been on uh, Fox News uh, as, as an analyst or what have you, and now she's going to be in the Trump administration as the second assistant. Uh, the Deputy National Security Advisor. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, who else? Mad Dog, John Kelly. Is that Department of Homeland Is that Mad Dog? John F. I don't think that's Mad Dog. That's John F. Kelly. Um, Marine Corps General. Um, he is going to be the head of HHS. Or DHS, Department of Homeland Security, not HHS, which is Health Human Services. Um, not totally, you know, it's a military position for security position. I'm sure the individual beliefs held by Kelly are not necessarily going to be ones that I agree with. Um, however, you know, at least it's a military position for military position. Let's see. Secretary of Transportation, Elaine Chow. Um, he served, she served under President George W. Bush um, as Secretary of Labor and, under, uh, and was also Deputy Secretary of Transportation under George H.W. Bush. So this may very well be at least somebody who is somewhat capable, at least had previous experience. Of course, it doesn't mean that they're that the person is is good. Um, of course, uh, when she was head of when she was U.S. Secretary of Labor under George W. Bush, um, there were seventy thousand closed case files from the GAO. 
um, and they were requesting complaints from low and minimum wage workers, um, complaining from employees that complaints from employees that said that people didn't get the federal minimum wage or required overtime or got a last paycheck. Um, there were so there were people who didn't get uh, the the relief that they sought. Uh, there were two mine disasters when she was head of the Department of Labor. Um, there was a GAO noted that uh, the Labor Department gave Congress inaccurate numbers and understated the expense of contracting on its employees. Um, so there was wasn't perfect under her tenure, but if you're just going from a hey she at least served in a role, hey she at least served in a role that was at least somewhat uh, reasonable. The Secretary of Defense, SecDef, Secretary of Defense is James Mattis. Um, he's a loon. He is, I mean, he's called freaking Mad Dog. Come on. He's called Mad Dog. It's, it's crazy. Secretary of the Treasury, Steve Munchen. Steve Munchen. What has he done? He's head of Goldman Sachs. Donald Trump was so mad at Hillary Clinton for giving speeches at Goldman Sachs that he hired somebody she spoke to. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Jeff Sessions, Attorney General, that's just, you know, that's going to be horrible as AG. That's going to be just terrible. Just horrible, terrible, terrible. Uh, you know, if you pay attention to politics, you know who Jeff Sessions is. That's going to be terrible. And there, there are plenty of open spots here. I mean, you have, of course, you have Steve Bannon, uh, who's the counselor to the president. That's, you know, Goebbels. Um, White House counsel Don McGahn. Todd Ricketts, Deputy Secretary of Commerce, who is Todd Ricketts. Uh, He's another securities guy. He's in the board of the Chicago Cubs. Um, He actually appeared on Undercover Boss, so he's another reality star. But, you know, again, somebody who is, again, more involved in banking, is rewarding his banking buddies, Mike Pompeo, to be head of the CIA. I'm not exactly sure why he is qualified to be head of the CIA, but, you know, whatever. He's a congressman. What have you. I mean, we don't expect to be leaving. There's a lot. Uh, let's see. Possible appointments. Homeland Security Advisor. Possible nominations. Peter King. Mike Rogers. Um, Director of National Intelligence There's a lot of people listed under there That still hasn't picked yet Vice Chairman of Federal Reserve Lots of people listed White House Press Secretary Kellyanne Conway Laura Ingram Um, I'm wondering if they It's all women Or there's one man listed on there I'm just wondering if he's thinking that Secretary has to be a woman Because he's Donald Trump Um SecNav, Secretary of the Navy, has listed uh, Randy Forbes or Duncan Hunter. I'm surprised it isn't Hazelwood, former captain of the 
Exxon Valdez. So at the rate this is going, we're going to be crashing into a cliff somewhere. Um, all these these picks so far just prove or should prove that this is Donald Trump is unhinged. He surrounded himself with crazy people, and he's going to include even more crazy people around him for during the term of his presidency. We'll be lucky to make it out of the country as a country. The only thing that I'm thinking is that Donald Trump, by picking all these people, is going to prove that we don't need a federal if, – if the government survives at the four years of Trump, it will actually prove – the Republican argument that we don't need a federal government because the federal government will have will be ineffectual and useless, which is actually probably not true. Most likely what will probably happen is that you're going to have a federal government who is going to be very useful to particular people. And they're going to be doing a lot of things to help the few and a lot of other things to hurt the many. So anyway, let's go ahead. Um, feel like ending the show like a couple minutes early so we're going to go ahead and do that again you can follow me at liberal dan radio on twitter uh facebook.com slash liberal dan blog talk radio.com slash liberal dan and liberal dan.com until next week next wednesday at 8 p.m central this is dan zimmerman with liberal dan radio talk from the left that's right